At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxi here. DJs, it's time to talk about the Absolute Betting Degeneracy Book Club. Do y'all want to see the other nuts, bets, and even parlays that the DGENs bet? Have you ever wondered how these folks make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just 25 bucks a month, you can see all of the other wackadoodle bets that we make on a daily basis and chat with the truest of DGENs. We have a private Discord server full of everything from Sex Panthers college basketball plays to Arches CSGO winners. Click on the Patreon link in the podcast description and join us for complete and total degeneracy. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. I'll tell you what, if you ever utter the word sex kitten or anything about her, I'll drive over to New Jersey and just slap the piss right out of your face. Panther, you ready to fight me? feel like I've made weight for a UFC fight. Everything's just going down the tubes. Everything's terrible. What do we talk about today? We talked about Kevin Durant. We shit all over him. That's a bitch. We talked about James Harden. We shit all over him. That's a bitch. Uh, we've managed to find a way to shit on LeBron, too. He's up there in age. Just run a simulation. Okay. <laughs> Max, what's going on? Oh, nothing. Just slowly dying over here. I'm up in godforsaken Wisconsin. I'm going to do the unthinkable. And that's bet on the fucking box. Oh, How nauseous it makes me. I do have um, a garbage can next to my desk in case I've got to vomit. That's a bitch move. It's so quiet in here. Maybe I should say some things. Maybe I should try and get on the Sunday show. Let's quote some Tobias from Arrested Development. Guess what? There's a new daddy in town. A disciplined daddy. And it's just because of my loyalty to the D-Gens, I have to come. Don't leave your Uncle T-Bag hanging. Chris Paul's rock solid. And now, Rippist? I'm leather hang. I'm Johnny Flame, the human flamer. You could do it both ways. Feeling myself after a week of whoa, being, whoa, being whoa. sick. Deuce on the sideline. Doesn't expose his body. Estability is pulling out. Yeah. Pulling in. He does, not, he does not pull out. I hope you're recording this. Oh, yeah, I've been recording for a while. To keep Saxy uh, busy. <laughs> Park here. Maybe not park there. Well, uh, maybe park like 10 feet away. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we can tell. Yeah, I, I don't think You're getting all this gold, Saxy. All this gold. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxi, and today I'm joined by the hardest-working sports gambling podcaster of all time. It's not our stand. It's Mad fucking Max. Mad Max, what's going on today? It's, uh, it's good to be healthy. Like, I, I, we were talking in the pre-show. It was just uh, I, I battled the stomach flu and COVID at the same time, and it was, it was going into a it was going into a fight already being in a fight, and uh, 
<laughs> Jesus. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm just, I'm just glad that you're here. You have fluids. You're not on an IV yeah. bag or something <laughs> like that. You're not you're not connected to a bunch of machines right now. Um, at least not any of the uh, uh, other machines you're not normally connected. Right. To. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're all connected to machines in, in the Matrix type of way. Anyway, we're just batteries for you know some guy's car. Up, yeah. Well, but but you know what? Actually, I, you're you're starting to disengage more and more. You're like a Borg who's been uh, sent away from <laughs> from the, from the species because you no longer keep the cell phone on the desk, right? So you're you're slowly and surely disengaging from uh, the outside world in that kind of a way, which I think uh, you know is is allowing you to individualize your hive mind. I've you know at least I'm not throwing it across the room anymore. I found an actual <laughs> spot to fucking store it at. But yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. I, before it's just like oh shit, like the countdown for for the fucking intro video is coming down, and I'm just looking around and just, just fucking throw my phone across the room and and you know pray that it doesn't shatter. You know, I, I think that that's a healthy habit, though. You know, if you have like a nice pullout couch or something like that, it, there's there's a little bit of risk to it. You get to oh, yeah, do yeah. nice little toss like that kind of there's there's always some fun with that. I'm in a hotel room right now. And, you know, I uh, w when I can, I like to throw my beer cans across the room into <laughs> the garbage can. But it, there's a lot of risk and reward to that because it's 6 a.m. in the room that I'm in. If I if I knocking this off the walls, then, you know, my neighbor not going to be too happy. Not going to be too happy. Although I think that generally speaking at these hotels, they uh, they do a pretty decent job of housing us musicians far away from all other humans. It's smart. It, that is a very smart smart thing to do. Absolutely. They exactly they isolate us on all four floors. They all isolate us on all four sides. It's it's it, it's an, it's a positive thing. <laughs> Here, well, Mad Max. Okay, so we got to talk some music. We got to go right into music because you sent me a bunch. A fantastic stuff to listen to. Uh, you, you actually sent me a bunch of live music, and you know that I play music live. I fucking love live music. That's where it's at. And uh, tell tell the listeners what you sent me this week. So I, I sent you two live performances by Nine Inch Nails, and they're two unique live performances by Nine Inch Nails, and, and, and separate tours and separate uh, setups and separate set lists and so forth. But the two distinctions of it is I sent you the first one, which I think is like an official one that was done on like Vimo or something like that. Yeah. And I, I love that one just because again, of the arrangement, the backup singers, the set list, how they there's put that all together. I just, I, there's so much to dissect about that one. But the second one I sent you, I sent because a fan made that a fan went all across YouTube, My found God. all of this footage, assembled it, and then downloaded uh, official audio from nine inch nails live. That's put insane. it all together and then you know release this video to the point where trent came across it and you know you know what trent did of course is uh he put it in his newsletter and said everyone check this fucking shit out oh i was gonna say he copyright struck them and got them dmca'd yeah yeah because that's exactly <laughs> what trent does right, 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 do, right, do, right, do, do you joking. know I'm the story joking. of uh, uh old town road oh song uh, old town road very famous song right uh you tell it, 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 refresh us it's the background beat, the whole song, was is a Nine Inch Nails song that they downloaded from. You know, remember Trent said, "Hey, here's my here's my music. Just mm. do, do with it what you want." Well, they they downloaded it and used that as the background beat, and so Old Town Road is based off this Nine Inch Nails song. And you know, Trent is is sitting in in his studio. He gets a call. He's like, "Hey, you're nominated for a Grammy." And Trent's like, "I didn't I didn't fucking do anything <laughs> do last anything. year." That's and it's like, right. "It's for Old Town Road." <laughs> He's like, "What the?" <laughs> fuck amazing yeah. amazing amazing uh, well you know it, it, here as, as long as as long as uh they don't go the full u2 route and uh force me to download it onto my apple Ooh. iphone oh, in 2008 God. jesus you know, 
<laughs> that was an atrocity. That was, was an atrocity. That was th th thank you for taking up megabytes of storage on my phone, YouTube. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, okay. So uh actually for that second concert that you were uh, that that you were alluding to, first off, the, the person who assembled all this video footage, clearly a very talented human mm -hmm. to put mm -hmm. all this shit together. Um, but very smartly what they did, knowing that this was all coming from a bunch of different phones and the quality would be basically a mess. They black they just turned everything to black and white. Brilliant. Perfect. Though. It Brilliant. looks so fucking Brilliant. And, and you, can't, you can't tell the difference. Too. You can't tell the difference. And with the set list, and one of the songs, mm -hmm. uh, um, Perfect Drug, which harkens back to, I don't know, about two months ago when, when, when you were talking uh, Lost Highway with Arch. Um, mm. You know, it, it just, it, it got that vibe. And there's, they, they, they did, uh, you know, a, a lot of uh, songs off of uh, the Ad Violence EP and um, like, you know, Background World and This Isn't the Place. And it's like, mm -hmm. uh, these songs just lend themselves to this like, this noir black and white world and so yes. it just it just fucking worked so well but yeah very 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 smartly made it all black and white consistent uh but man partnered up the fucking audio perfectly i mean just found the best angles to kind of cut things on it it truly is like a work of art and, and it, you know i just listen to it you know a lot of times at work i'll put youtube like live youtube videos on mm -hmm. i don't get a chance to watch it but you know uh, every so often I'll glance at it and I'm like, ah, oh, man. So I, I specifically took the time out to then watch these after the fact and uh, both them great. And, and, you know, some of the things, you know, that uh, Trent, Trent Reznor is a saxophone player. Uh, well, I was actually about to allude to about 44 minutes into this. Not just did you send me two hour and a half long things to watch. I mean, Arch, Arch, Arch only asked me to watch one movie. That is very difficult to understand, but only one movie at a time. You asked me to watch two hour and a half live concerts that 44 minutes through, finally comes the saxophone. Oh, man, finally, yeah. we get the saxophone. And what I love, again, about the uh, Nine Inch Nails music is much of it is so industrial. And mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. what they do is they basically pair up the saxophone with some form of uh, uh, synth that almost emulates the sound of the saxophone mm -hmm. so you kind of can't really tell where the saxophone starts and the synth begins to the point that when trent stops playing saxophone i'm like was he even playing the saxophone <laughs> that's a little bit of that thought went through my head however it was it was wonderful uh to, to get to see him and he just looks uh have you seen the like super muscly uh saxophone guy mm -hmm. who's like sure this, mm -hmm. da, 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 da. that's exactly how trent Reznor looks like he was yeah. playing the saxophone it looks like it's all attention in the neck but it's it's hell. I it, it, I dug it. I enjoyed that concert. Um, and, and that that was uh the other thing that I really enjoyed about both the shows is all the visuals mm -hmm. that that were going on. And um, here to me, I was uh the the 2013 tension show that I was watching. Mm -hmm. It is uh it is really great. It's a free show. You guys should all go watch on YouTube. Um, but it has all these new arrangements, kind of with different vocalists and additions mm -hmm. and things like that, mm -hmm. different musical bits and. When I first listened to that show, I heard a super funky sound that I recognized from the past, and I was not sure what that was until watching visually, seeing the lanky, bald Pino Palladino on bass. I knew that that was exactly what I was hearing. Now, are you familiar with Pino? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. He's, he's one of my favorite bassists, and he's been on literally every fucking thing. If you look at his all music credits, he played with Clapton. Uh, Elton John, Katy Perry, Halsey, uh, D'Angelo, BB King, Shaka Khan, tour with the Who, Phil Collins, and Erica Badu. I mean, he's literally 
the, one of the most uh, cross-genre bassists of all time. And uh, when you hear him playing the fretless, it is so clear. And I think it was on Sanctuary, uh, it was on Sanctuary, I think, where um, there's a, it starts off with a huge bass kind of intro. And it's like just uh, like this driving feel of that bass. And it is 100% the Pino Palladino sound. And I, I knew that that was something special. And hearing that live, uh, it, it added so much. So, uh, you know, that whole musical um, aspect of bringing in the quality musicians and things like mm -hmm. that, uh, I, I, to me, that that was that that was that was one of the most uh, like box checking things of uh, watching these videos, if you know what I mean. You know. Yeah. I, I, what what I love is again those background singers you brought in, very very uh, you know Pink Floydish or very you know like yes. Rolling Stones ish. It was just like yeah. I, what I love about oh, yeah. Nine Tails is is um, every tour that he does, he assembles it himself and he figures out a different visual style of a different set list, mm -hmm. a different, a different uh, audio. Like he, he picks and chooses like something different for every single tour. Now I have seen nine inch nails 12 times in concert. Like I've seen them 12 times, but I have not seen them in probably about like eight or nine years. So, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen them live and it just get, get like watching these videos is just like, I'm jonesing. I know he's on tour again this year. It's just like, ah, gotta fucking do it. Yeah, you got it. Now, I have to ask, did you did you happen to maybe uh, watch their or see their tour in 2008? I I was. Yes, I did see the tour in 2008 oh. and 2009, which which is actually going to bring me to something in a couple of minutes when we get to it. But yeah, I did. I, I saw the tour in 2008 and 2009. Yeah. Okay. Well, because uh, when they were when they were touring, then I, I sent you a video, mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. it appeared that they were they were actually using uh, some truly inferior pieces of technology in order to execute what they were doing, i.e., a Mac product. They uh, they had transitioned to using main stage, which I'm going to be honest, I've used main stage, and it's kind of a piece of shit, but. It is a Mac product, and that's what Trent Reznor was using to do live vocal effects and stuff and have all these MIDI controllers on his microphone stand to control tons of stuff. So that was actually really some cool technology that they were utilizing and leveraging that I'm sure they don't do anymore. Oh, to, to, listen, to, to 2004 to 2014 Mac products are fucking amazing. But then uh, after that, <laughs> once once they said you can't fucking open them up and add things or upgrade them yourselves, they can go fuck themselves at that point in time. Listen, I'm, I'm not a Mac hater. You know that I've got I've got the iPhone. I've got I've got an old oops, I've got probably right around me right now. I've got three Macs. I've got an old uh, uh, tower MacBook Pro. It's a fucking beast. I have a Mac desktop and I've got a Mac laptop. Listen, so I, I, but once they said you can't open this up and do stuff to it, I was like, fuck you, fuck you, Apple. I'm, I'm going back to PC and I'll do whatever the hell I want. Listen, I, I love having some Max on Max talk right now. This is, this is, <laughs> this is full on what I'm here for. I, I just want to hear because, because I am, I am, uh, you know, currently on my 2015 Mac laptop. So this is not like it's, uh, it's, it's some totally new, only USB C POS garbage thing that go. is yeah. basically what they transitioned to. And I totally mm -hmm. agree with that. It is, it is a problem. It is a problem. You, you were going to talk about the uh, 2008, 2009 tour a little bit. Okay. Though. So what I wanted to talk about is, there, I've seen them twelve times. There are three defining shows I feel that that mm. in 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 my life that of Nine Snails. The first one, my first one ever, I saw them in two thousand. Uh, it was on the Fragile tour. Okay. First time I saw Nine Snails was in two thousand. Perfect Circle opened up for them, and I oh saw them at God. Madison Square Garden. And at the end of the show, I mean, there was a huge rift between uh, Trent and, and Man Manson. But at the end mm -hmm. of the show, Marilyn Manson comes out on stage. They perform Starfuckers and Beautiful People together, and that's how the show ends. Wow. 
So, I mean, again, first, first, first one ever. And I remember waiting at, um, uh, what wasn't, uh, nobody beats the whiz. Maybe it was nobody. It was, it was at like, uh, a, a, a store, like waiting in line for tickets for like a whole oh day god. to get them. Oh my god. Um, so that that was the that was one defining one. Uh, another one it was um, it was in the 2008 tour, uh, Jones Beach, uh, right mm. right 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 around here, right on the waterfront. Amazing set list, just beautiful on the waterfront. What they did with the lights and and playing off the water and stuff like that, just it just it, it resonates with me. It just it sticks in my mind, and uh, just great fucking show. But the third one was in 2009. It was their Wave Goodbye tour. Mm. That was when when he went through kind of like a, a semi retirement for a while. Miles Davis does. Yeah, yeah. So uh, me and my wife, and it was it was like kind of like you had to have a bracelet on, like it, it, no scalping. No, you had to like go there, oh. and they checked IDs, and it was just, it was small clubs. He was spent playing smaller like venues and stuff like that. And so we get in there, and it's like two or three songs in. It's like you know, I turn to my wife. I'm like, holy shit, he's playing the entire downward spiral right in a row. Oh, he's just and that was down the, the show. Album. That was the show. Oh my god! Played the downward spiral, one hundred percent. Like, and it was like mind blowing to just like, wow. <laughs> you well, <know>? okay. <clears throat> well, and that's and that's one thing is like sometimes, um, like, and we get into this a lot of times with modern music, and I don't want to get too far off topic here, but with a lot of modern music, it's more about the single, it's more about the hit, it's more about the three minutes and fifty seconds or whatever it is that you uh, uh, are, you know, kicking people in the pants, and that's it. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of what music has turned into. Whereas um, <clears throat> when you think about uh, music as a whole and the way that uh, music was experienced uh, on the record, you know, where you literally have to walk up to the record and turn it over to get to the B side mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're listening to it in 45 minute increments. What you do is you put it on for 45 minutes and you sit through that whole fucking thing and you turn it over. You listen to the other side mm-hmm. like that, that whole uh, visceral experience of utilizing uh, vinyl in order to uh, hear an entire record and having a B side and that people have to turn over to literally listen to. You know, that kind of a thing, creating music that is more programmatic in that kind of a way where it, it is a full listen. You you go top to bottom, that kind of a thing uh, in, in music. It, it feels like we have so derived away from that. And it's more about uh, hitting you in the pants for the second that you do. And that's it. You know, and yeah, and, yeah. and and listening and listening to a lot of this Nine Inch Nails stuff and listening to the way that uh, they um, especially on the live things, even though they are going uh kind of the stuff that you sent me at least it was definitely not sticking to one album it was definitely mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. from the past to the mm-hmm. present etc there was a kind of almost like a, a linking thread that made it feel like it, it, it all of the music was timeless to some degree yeah and absolutely that's and then there's and there's a beauty to hearing that in music whereas opposed to um you know it, here's the hit here's the hit here's the hit it's i mean and i'm not i'm not knocking weird out concerts but that's exactly what everyone else is doing right. everyone else is doing the greatest hits show and they're just playing the hits they're just doing that kind of a thing and and nine inch nails actually is, is performing music that has a connection to it and, yeah. and there's yeah. there, there are connected threads and it's, it's a beautiful thing to get to hear music that's like that and if you guys are if the listeners are not fans of nine inch nails you listen to it now you thought huh this sounds like something that gets played at like a salon because it involves <laughs> nails. No, this is not that music. It is, it is the opposite of that music and you should really get it and dig y'all. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, Mad Max, I guess we should maybe talk about sports this morning because we are recording bright and early on a Sunday. So we've got all kinds of great lines to look on. And every Sunday, you know, I check in with our DJs, but 
how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do in the next week, and what they like today. So, Mad Max, I'm not going to make you blow your load on baseball before we get into it. I think that's your that's tomorrow, tomorrow right? Tomorrow, tomorrow, baseball all day, every day. Yeah. Baseball, I love it, and we are so excited. It's, I mean, is it is is opening day on Friday? Uh, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. We'll, we'll, we'll do sports shit. MLB sports bets starting on Thursday. I mean, we'll do futures oh all, my you God. Know, earlier in the week, but yeah, Thursday we'll God, have our this, first uh, sports bets. Yeah, this is exciting. Well, I look forward to making another perfect MVP bet in about three weeks or so. I wait until a couple weeks in the season, place my MVP bet, and then cash it. That's what I did last year. <laughs> <laughs> but this year, Mad Max, I don't want you to blow your load on this. I want you to tell me just quick and easy. What is one thing that you are excited about for this baseball season? And don't start with my Rockies. Ah, uh, <laughs> just in general, I'm just excited for baseball to come back. Uh, I'm, uh, baseball is, is is my favorite sport. Uh, I, I and it's funny too. It's, it's just weird talking to people about baseball and them saying like, "Really, baseball is your favorite sport?" Especially because I, I work in a, a very international company. Like I, I deal with okay. people from around the world, and baseball is considered boring. You know, and, and it's just like, it's, yeah. do they wish that you like football? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. That, if, if I'm not oh, talking yeah. football, then I'm not talking. In any sport whatsoever um, and it's just like it's like there's baseball is probably no i want to i say probably it is the most social game like mm-hmm. if you go to a baseball game oh yeah the pace of it, the the like the, the fact that they have open air ballparks that you walk around oh, yeah. and like that's the fucking point the point oh, is yeah. that you're supposed to go and you're watching the game but you have that that leisureness to it that you can. I'm gonna go up and get a beer, or I'm gonna like walk around this. Like, I I'm a huge fan of City Field, and I actually look forward to going back to City Field this year. And, and it's been a while since I've I've been to a, a baseball game. And uh, you know, my, my youngest daughter's never been to one. My, my, my oldest daughter, I used oh, to play events game all the time. So my youngest daughter, she's five years old. She's never been to a baseball game. So I definitely want to get her out to you know one of those Sunday games uh, at City Field and. It's a beautiful stadium. It's in the middle of a shit fucking area. I'm sorry. Queens. It's, it's, it's this beautiful fucking gem in the middle of a fucking, you know, oh, pile of shit. Uh, you know, if, it, if, I, listen, if you need car parts or you need, uh, you know, some some paint uh, done on your car, then, you know, to drive to City Field, leave your car there for a day. Maybe it comes back. Maybe it's not chopped up or something like that. Oh, my God. Uh, but it's a beautiful stadium. You walk around and you can stand anywhere in the stadium and watch the game that is i love oh my god i love that thing about it is i love that anywhere like they've opened up all of the sections that you can just stay and then of course they've got the shea bridge there you can hang out at Mm -hmm. the bridge and watch the game on the bridge all these great restaurants and stuff like that it's just i look forward to just baseball that's oh yeah oh yeah i okay that is you you are hitting me right in the feels right here Mad Max, because that's exactly what I love about baseball, too. I love, uh, the, for me, obviously, my Rockies are my hometown team. And um, they're probably, you know, uh, better at bringing in talent through the Dodgers to their games than they are in their team. But this year, I'm looking forward to actually watching some Rockies play. Actually, the Rockies playing. Uh, they're they're going to be a fun squad. And, again, the thing that I always love about the game is – First off, you never know what you're going to go, or what you're going to get to see when you get out to the game. You never know what you're going to see when you get out to the park. I remember a few years ago, my buddy and I went to a game. We were playing hooky from work, and uh, we get to the game. You know, it's like a, a 1 p.m. first pitch. We're like three beers deep. Second inning is going in, uh, is beginning, and uh, Arenado gets beaned with a pitch and, uh, and and charges the mound, like literally second inning, second inning. 
and there's a brawl and it's a mess and it's amazing. And then the rest of the game has to play on. There's, there's another like eight innings of game that have to exist post brawl. It's, I love that. I, I love that aspect of it. And the fact that it's like, I'm here at this park that literally has maybe 6,000 people at it. And we watched 35 people just clash. That was amazing. <laughs> that was, that was a lot of fun. I mean, you just never know what you're going to get. And I love that. I love the food aspect of baseball. Mm -hmm. I mean, the uh, first off, I mean, you know, hot dogs, fine brats way better. Uh, I mean, the real deal though, to me and, uh, Maybe, maybe this is a little too new school or something, but they do at Coors Field a loaded tots mm. in in a helmet. Mm -hmm. So I nice. mean, that it it is it is to the next level. It is. I mean, we've seen the ice cream in a helmet. Yes, that's fine. That's great. But <laughs> loaded tots in a helmet now. That is you. You are on a new level with that. And to me, that is that is actually a really solid. Uh, uh, I guess entry into the pantheon of uh, stadium foods to me. Pretty amazing, pretty stellar. Uh, again, like uh, City Field's got its its share of you know. One of my favorite things at City Field, and it's, it's going to sound so stupid because it's it's going to sound so simple, is but they they got these 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 sandwiches, just like an Italian mm. sandwich, like just you know, and with fresh mozzarella and just uh, you know uh, roasted red peppers, and it's just like it's it's. Very like you know local Italian place that has their. It's just oh, like yeah. oh my god, like the bread is fucking perfect. Oh, and the, the amount of like you know, uh, you know, oil and vinegar, everything is just perfect on that these is. fucking sandwiches. And I just oh. I dream of this sandwich, and it's like I always that got like the, the I always got like the the, the standard you know uh, Italian uh, sandwich, and my wife got the 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 mozzarella and and um, uh, roasted red peppers one. We of course we. we <laughs> It's like, all right, take a bite of yours, take a bite of mine type thing. That's uh, one thing about being married, by the way, is, this is uh, you know, especially with someone who has a, you know, a similar great taste in food is like, you get to taste twice the amount of food, you know, you get. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, now that, now that, now that is a true thing. However, the, the Saks Kitten is a vegan. And so I have to, the foods that I trade, it's, it's one, it's a one way street, the foods that we're trading because I'm like, oh, when, hey, when, when honey, then. honey, have a bite of the bacon sandwich. Yeah. So do you want a bite of my bacon? Oh, no, you don't. Oh, may, 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 I try this uh this impossible whopper please like oh, oh huh, that is pretty good mm, that basically is exactly what i'm eating i guess <laughs> yeah, it's it is a one-way street on my end which i guess works better for me i, would say. I think so yeah <laughs> i yeah, think i think that i think that does well speaking of other things that are in my favor let's talk about mybookie.ag not actually in my favor with my bookie you can bet on the nba nfl nhl ufc boxing mlb and CSGO. That's right. Have you joined the book club and you're looking for a place to find some of Arch's gems or to bet on some of Arch's gems? Well, my bookie offers you plenty of CSGO and other esports offerings that will surely not make you want to harass an esports team on Twitter like Phil. My bookie is well-traveled and offers quality odds on basically everything. So sign up now using the promo code AbsoDegen so we can keep the lights on around here and my bookie will give you a bonus deposit of up to $1,000. Whether you're at home, on the go, on your laptop, or poning noobs, you can bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. 
Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Uh, much, much, much like uh, Beetlejuice or Candyman or whatever you, you said, uh, you said the, the Discord, you said the, the, the book club. So a uh, shout out to a Barnett Eleven joined our Discord channel this morning. I, I said, hey, hi hey. To I said hi to him already in there, and it seems like a, it seems like a Phil. Phil knows him, so uh, if it's uh-uh. buddy, buddy of Phil, then uh, the place is going to go to hell. <laughs> it's already gone to no. hell. I mean, it's I mean, already is, is gone he, to hell. Well, is, he go more to hell. is he from Jersey? Is he another I'm, Jersey I'm assuming boy he's like probably that? another Jersey or Philly guy. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. Well, you know what? I guess, I guess he, he he meets the criterion to join this kind of a degenerate crew. True. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And by the way, it's not it's not like this is some fucking real club. No, no, no. It's just it's just this is a club that you can join. Anyone can join this yeah, thing. It's yeah. on Patreon. It's easy peasy. It's this yeah. is this is the best thing. It's and honestly, I, I enjoy getting to see all of the different things that everyone's just, posting I, in there I, all the time. And, and I just love interacting. Like, honestly, oh, like, yeah. that, that's my whole thing is, is uh, you know, people that listen to the show whether it's casual or daily or, or just know of us or whatever. And they, they join this Patreon. It's just, it's nice to kind of talk to people. And, and you know, cause I, if you're, if you're listening to the show, I kind of have a glimpse of your personality already. And I kind of know <laughs> that more than likely we'd get along. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. If you, if you, li- if you listen to the show once and you stop listening to it, I, I get it. Like, I, I understand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Like, I understand yeah. why someone yeah. would not listen to our show. But for those that do listen regularly, it's like, all right, well, I know I can have a conversation with this person and enjoy talking to this person. Exactly, exactly. And we get to do that. We get to interface in that kind of a way on the Discord. And it's actually, it's a lot of fun. I'm I'm trying to use my inferior Mac products to try and do some more live streams onto that, uh, <laughs> on, onto the Discord and show a little bit of how the sausage in the song is made. Uh, and, and show a little bit of my process that I go through when it comes to actually attempting to create something music hell on was, a weekly was, basis. Was there a new song this week? Did you did you do in this? Yes, week uh, there oh. is a new song this oh, week. Right. There is a, there I'm, there is. I'm doomed, aren't I? No, actually, uh, I'll be honest. Uh, there was there is. I don't know if you remember this, but on Thursday, your guys' show that Arch sent me was legitimately an hour fucking long. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if you remember this because Panther's twenty minutes fucking late. Wait, and so there's 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 a period of time Jesus. during there's a period of time in there where Arch was all alone and he just started quoting Tobias Funke. So, <laughs> and, and so what then I did was I just juxtaposed that with things that Panther actually said on the podcast. Oh my god! And so. I mean, and then, and then, I mean, I, I do sneak you in on just a little bit, Mad Max, because sure, you had, of course, well, you, you had a, you had a mild slip up. I did. I, mean, I, I had the, was, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm doomed. I yeah. said a Panther, didn't I? You, you did. You did. You went, you went full Panther just once though. And, but the rest of them, it was just back and forth between Panther and legitimately Arch just reading quotes from Arrested Development. That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. Which is amazing. Yeah. Well, 
before before we uh <laughs> before our listenership actually joins the Patreon so they can see our picks because we're not getting to them, let's talk our picks. All right, okay. Mad Max, and let's go to the NBA. What do you All have right. for me today in the NBA? Uh, first one up, let's talk about uh, Miami and Toronto. I mean, two teams that are kind mm. of in the uh, the thick of the playoff. Uh, battle. It looks like Miami's going to get that one seed, right? It, it looks like mm-hmm. they're they're kind of like wedged in there about a game and a half above uh, Milwaukee right now. Um, and, and Toronto, though, they moved up to five, which as a Celtics fan, yeah, I'm fucking thrilled. Right. Um, if this, mm-hmm. the Celtics stay at three and have to go to, uh, play Chicago in the first round, I am fucking thrilled about that one. I, I do not mm-hmm. want to have to play Toronto. I don't have to worry about fucking Jason Tatum's vaccination status. I don't oh, want to fucking worry about that shit. Uh, so I'm very <laughs> happy with that. And I think I think Toronto kind of improves their uh, their odds today of staying in that five seed. I like Toronto for the straight up win today. So my first bet is going to be a ten dollar money line bet on the Raptors. Man, I give you I give you full moral support. I think that it, it, Miami has been going in the wrong direction for a while, and Toronto is making push here i was I, I remember earlier in the season i was joking with my buddy soundbender about hey you watching those raptors right now mm-hmm. and he was like no i'm not <laughs> and 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 now who's laughing soundbender mm-hmm. now who's laughing regardless i i give you full moral support on that i was not on this game this i'll be honest i, I it's hard it's hard to bet in toronto when i see them not as the underdog Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I when I don't see some points that I can take in my favor on Toronto, I it, it can be a little bit difficult for me to look at them, and so I will just give you the full moral support on that one. All right. Uh, also oh, the line, input. the line, the line has been moving though. The line, the line, the line has moved down from what it, it opened at minus four, and it's down to two and a half, right? Uh, but, I mean, my, Miami, um, Miami's the uh, playing in the back to back, so you got to wonder if uh, if they're going to try to push uh, Butler out there or push mm. any of their guys today. So we'll, we'll Jimmy see about Buckle. that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then my my next and last game in the NBA today uh, is the New Orleans Pen- Pelicans and the Los Angeles Clippers. Don't look now. Listen to the Pel- Pelicans. Uh, they're in the, they're going to be in the playing tournament. So you better watch out, Tim Rules. Better watch out for those <laughs> New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, uh, goodness. Really? <laughs> and, I, you know, it's I, I like how the Pelicans are playing. They've won three in a row. They've won uh, seven of the last ten games. Um you look at their point differential. This team, beginning of the season, had one of the worst point differentials in the league. They they're almost even. They're almost even on point differential, which means the second half of the season they've been playing a lot better basketball. Still no fucking round mound of of Beignet Town out there, but, <laughs> but but they're still finding ways to win games. And I think they get the straight up win today. I'm getting a plus line on it. Uh, Ten dollar money line bet on the New Orleans Pelicans. Listen, the, I think the reason why the Pelicans' recent record looks so good is because they played the Lakers twice in their last three games. Fair point. Lakers lost five in a row, by the way. It's... Oh my god, they're they're just free falling. Lakers yeah. in free fall. Lakers, uh, Lakers in free fall. Oh my god, yeah. who's who's the best team uh, who plays in the Staples Center right now? Who? What, sad, what team? What, what team? Sad, what team would you sadly, actually watch? It, sadly, it's the 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 two games under five hundred fucking L.A. Clippers. Oh my god. I mean, would you would you pay to watch either of those teams there though? <laughs> um. Yeah, listen, man. I would still, I would still pay to see the Lakers but, play, just because I, well, you know, I love Russell Westbrook so much. <laughs> we have, it's been established on this show that I am a Russell Westbrook fan. By the way, this, this is this is clearly something that that you're carrying with you. I, listen, you're just, I, this is this is your cross to bear, Mad Max. <laughs> I'm a I'm a fan. I, I I legit like Russell Westbrook. I think he gets a lot of shit. I think uh, you know. Um, 
I, I like him the best out of that whole bunch. Uh, you, better than Jimmy James Harden, better than LeBron, be, be, oh, better than yeah. Kevin Durant. I mean, the, the guy, the guy actually tries. The guy tries. He does. That's the fucking shit of the matter is he, he inherently does not have the skills as these other guys. I'm going to say it. Russell Westbrook does not have the physical capabilities and the skill sets as no. any of these guys. And he's just as good as them on the court. Because he well, can't, he, he really fucking tries out there, and it kills really me when, when, when it's just like you know, oh, what, Russell Westbrook not playing defense out there. It's like uh, put him in a fucking system, put him in a, in, in, in 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 like last year on Washington, I mm. felt was the best thing for him. Mm-hmm. He was thriving out there. Him and Bradley Beal got something like really special going on. It worked, and I agree that Washington made the right play of trading him. You know, it's a big salary guy, and you can get a lot back for him. And you know, you don't know what's going on with Beal, but I'm a huge Russell Westbrook fan. I would pay to see Russell Westbrook play. I've never seen him play before. I've seen LeBron play live before. You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> you don't sound proud of it. <laughs> as I, you know, I saw I, I saw him uh, when he was uh, on the Cavs, just come into Madison okay. Square Garden and absolutely fucking destroy the Knicks. Oh, that's um, nice. Just, you know, it was kind of fun. <laughs> just uh, watching him like dunk driving the lane and things like that like a thousand times. Yeah, exactly. it was kind of like, yeah. and you're like, oh, great. I, I get to watch a, a, a human who is at their uh, physical peak just completely manhandle yeah. a, a, another group of adult humans. So, But anyway, I, th- I think the Clippers uh, lose another one today. Yeah, I like the Pelicans on that money line. All right, there we go. Well, I I I can't disagree with that. Uh, the, New Orleans New Orleans has been a fantastic team actually as of late. Um, if anything in this game, I'm actually looking at potentially the under a little bit. It looks like it looks like the Pelicans are mashing unders right now. Um, they're they're four and zero in their last four overall to the under. And so I part of me, if anything, I would lean the under in this guy, but uh, at, at two twenty three and a half. But to me, I am uh, I'm just giving you the full moral support and uh, uh, wishing ill upon uh, LA teams. All right. All right. What you got? What you got in the NBA? I, I got, I got, I got a good slate in the hockey too. So let's all right. Sure we I, well, some time oh, yeah. oh, we. I, it, it, are, are you are you speaking as if time is some kind of commodity <laughs> that some that someone is actually uh, looking at? I'm the one who uploads to Red Circle now. Okay, <laughs> nobody. This is this is all on me. That, now, I'm, I don't even have to tell Arch how long it is when we finish this anymore. Oh, okay? you figure out this the commercial is, insertion and everything. Oh wow. yeah, oh yeah. Wow. It's all wow. it's okay, all on great. me. I get I, I get to say that you and I talked about nine inch nails and. Uh, uh, not Jesus getting posted to a cross <laughs> this go. morning. Hell, hell yeah. Well, let's talk about my Minnesota Timberwolves at the Houston Rockets. Now, this is an ugly spread. It's 12 and a half points, and that's some shit. <laughs> I'd, I'd like for the Rockets to cover this and win, but that's more than unlikely since they'll probably missile into the ground. However, with that in mind, I like the under of the 243 and a half. Now, these are teams that have a propensity to basically play no defense. However, Sundays are weird, and that's why I host this podcast. Both of these teams put up 115 or less in their last Sunday game on one day's rest, and I am banking on this being some Sunday driver, 100 D'Lo bricks, threes kind of game. So let's mash that under 243 and a half. So I, I'm looking at this one. I, I love the under there. I think it's it's definitely going to be an underplay. I got this going by about nine points under. Uh, but yeah. I, I, also, I also don't hate the Houston Rockets play. I mean, the Houston, right? I mean, they're not playing terrible basketball right now. I mean, they're not winning, but I mean, they're not playing terrible. And I, I do think that they could probably keep it close. Uh, Minnesota under 500 team on the road as well. It's it's not like they're they're stellar and and um, no, you know, they're they're this is what game four of their road trip. I think mm-hmm. this is game four. Um, so I I kind of like the Rockets to keep it really close. I'm surprised I'm not betting it, but um, 
Oh, because uh, yeah, I, I would have oh, to bet the money oh. line, and I'm not going to bet the money line on the Rockets. I see. Yeah. I see. And you and you, and you don't want to spitefully have something that you're rooting for, but also that thing against me because the more Minnesota loses, the more that uh, I win, basically. Right now, that, that's. I mean, right now as it stands, I think you got enough cushion. But Den- Denver is not. You can't rely on Denver to win games, buddy. Yeah, I'm just and My Utah, God. Utah. Like, if you're looking at right now in the standings, uh, Minnesota eight. Yeah, they're, they're two two games uh, back out of the sixth spot right now. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think they do need to lose a couple of games for you to be 100 percent comfortable here. I think they got what like five six uh, five, five games left after after today. I think maybe mm-hmm. like four games left. So, um, yeah. if they if they lose today, I think you're in. in perfect position for them to stay oh, in the yeah. playing games. But I, th- I think they stay in the playing games anyway. I, th- I think Denver and Utah kind of pulled this together the last uh, last couple you know days and I, I think I think the- they go 500 and I think that uh, the 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 my, my Minnesota squad is going to find a way to go less than 500. <laughs> that's that, that's that's these are things that I'm used to. These, yeah. these are things that I've seen before. I wa- I've watched this occur before, so I'm I'm prepared for it. In fact, I'm prepared for them to have the seventh seed and then lose their way out of the play-in tournament. <laughs> I, that's, I, you that's, know. Oh, that would be awful. That would be that would be fucking t- t- terrible. I mean, oh. right n- right now, you you, I hate to say it, like you probably want to bank that you stay in the seventh seed and play Memphis in the first round because I, I you, you don't want to play Phoenix in the first round. You just don't want to play Phoenix in the first round, and yeah. I, you don't want Steph Curry coming back and playing Golden State in the first round. You know, so mm, to me, yeah. Memphis. As good as they are, and as good as they are at home, and and I mean they're, they're playing so fucking well without John Morant. I just think Minnesota matches up a little bit better with Memphis than some of the other other teams. Not to say that they could beat them in the first round, but I think I, if I'm Minnesota, I, I want to stay in that seven seed anyway. Well, I mean, with three point champion Carl uh, Anthony Towns, how do you, yeah, you know, yeah. then go I mean, it's, it's, head to head with Golden State because yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, Carl Anthony Towns versus Steph Curry. I mean, clearly, this is no, this is no, like... no, yeah, yeah. No. No, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, no yeah. I mean, clearly the best three point shooter between the two of them of all time. <laughs> the guy who won it this year, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Recency, <laughs> recency matters. This is what we remember. Yeah. Listen, this is what we bet on. We don't, we don't bet on what you did four years ago. We're looking no. at your last five. We're looking at your last ten. Okay. How, how did the last three point competition go? Boom. Timberwolves winners. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> he, we, 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 we haven't had a good three point shooter since Mike Gugliotta. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's your googs. Oh, rest. oh my god. Jeez. Seriously. All right. Well, let's get let's get to some actual one more bet that I got in the NBA today. Right. And that's the 76ers at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, mm. call me crazy, but crazy. is this a trap, Mad Max? Because it's at four and a half right now. And in my heart, I can't help but not see a fully assembled 76ers squad just crush that number. Well, they played late yesterday. So same thing. Is, 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 is Jimmy James well. is Jimmy but I mean but but Jimmy is Jimmy James Harden going to play in a back to back? Is Joel Embiid Joel Embiid had a fucking really good game yesterday? Is he going to play in a back to back? So those are the questions that you always have to look at with Philadelphia. Uh, I, my guess is that Embiid probably does play, but Harden gets the day off. So that's probably why you're looking at this number right here. Well, see, and I guess maybe that's what's what is incorporated into that number. Uh, and James Harden may only play one side of the ball when he does play. Oh, so true. I guess, I mean, it's not like it's that much. I mean, we're only adding him in on one side of the game. But on back-to-backs, here's the thing. I was looking at this. Philadelphia is 2-1 and one against the spread. And Cleveland is 1-4 and four against the spread. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to take uh, uh, my West Philadelphia born and raised Will Smith 76ers to cover that 4.5. That's, that's, that's where I'm going today. You, you missed an opportunity one. to say you, you did all the build up and then you didn't say to 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 slap 
the Cavs. I, mean, I should, you I know, I know. I should really go backwards. I told you that I work in a ticket office on, on the nine to five and that I've been joking with my employees to just slap that into the Will Smith call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> slap, just slap those tickets in the Will Smith call. Thank you very much. All right, let's get to the NHL, Mad Mac. What you got for me today? I go through this real quickly. I'm going to do a $10 bet on the Florida Panthers to beat the Buffalo Sabres. That's a chalky one, getting even chalkier. So I still have some wiggle room there. Uh, but I like the Panthers to get the win there. A big one. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you sneak them in. You got some more chalk for us to eat today on, on uh, hockey? That is it for the chalk. Uh, the, the, mm. the other two plays are both value plays. I'm going to take the New Jersey Devils against the New York, uh, New York Islanders. Devils getting plus 125. They're in that fucking mat. Like, I don't know if you saw that yep. game yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. It was against Florida. Um, seven to six. The Devils had the big lead. They blew the big lead. I think today their offense is so fucking hot right now. I think the Devils put up enough uh, goals and hopefully prevent the Islanders from scoring enough. Um Line movement, money, everything, everything is 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 looking good for the Devils here, and I do have yep. the implied probability of them straight up winning. So I love the Devils plus one twenty five. Well, this is gonna get weird because we are kissing deathing on this. You and me, Mad Max. I Ooh. I also like New Jersey tonight, uh, and maybe me, it's because of uh, your man Nico Dawson goal. But mm-hmm. uh, when he is in goal at home, uh, he's eight and one. Yeah, and amazing. Uh, the, amazing. Exactly. Exactly. At home. You start the guy. Bet the Devils. Like, and those Devils, uh, they're as dogs in this matchup. I like that number. The line, like you said, has moved down. Is at I think one thirty, one thirty five when it opened, down to one twenty five in most markets. And although I'm leaning the over here, I honestly am just excited to finally be on the Devils side in sports as I am spiritually. <laughs> uh, last one up for me. Hey, I gotta talk about your Minnesota Wild. Oh boy, I had them plus one twelve. I'm betting oh, them. No. I'm betting them. I think you're I think value. You're I, valuing I, my wild. I, I, I listen. I, I well, I have them slightly winning this one. I've got the implied probability on their side beating Washington. I got them with a plus line. The money is hammering them. The line is shifting down. Same thing. Perfect kind of storm here. I like your Minnesota Wild here to get the win. I mean, uh, I, I can't help but give you moral support. Uh, well, here's the thing, though. Washington is one of those teams. The Capitals are one of those teams. Both these teams, actually, in fact, if you're just betting the money line on both these teams throughout the season, both of them are profitable. Mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. i mean they're, they're they're both solid teams um looking at the caps at home um not in, good not not very good not not great not great and nope. and minnesota on the road not terrible not terrible yeah. they're, they're, they got that minnesota, big win over carolina too i mean that and, was and, a huge fucking win. oh yeah oh yeah well in minnesota on the road it's about as good as uh as the caps at home so mm-hmm. i i mean i i got Man, you're almost convincing me to go on this, but I'm not going to bet on your side because if I do that in the middle of the podcast, and it's going to ruin your bet and ruin my bet too. So I'm not going <laughs> to say I'm I'm betting that, but I really like it. Wink, wink, wink. All right, uh, you got any, <laughs> you got anything else in hockey? That is it. That is it. We touched we touched my uh, my my devil spot, and so that's 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 all I got uh, as far as as hockey is concerned. Mad Max, you got anything else for listeners today? You want to say before we send them off? That's it for me. All righty. Well, DJs, that's all we've got for you this morning. So come on out to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com so you can buy yourself a shirt. You can follow us on the podcast on Twitter at BettingAbsolute. Join the Patreon and book club so you can chat directly with the crew. And when it's all said and done, let's make some money, fools. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.